Hello everyone, my name is Gabby Waden, and you are now listening to the Take 30 News Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the Starville Farmers Market, Battle of the Bands, and Bulldog's Closet and Pantry. The Starville Main Street Association hosts many festivities for the community, but the most popular event is the Starkville Farmer's Market that is held at the Fire Station Park every Saturday. Take 30's Sadie McKnight has the story. The Starkville Farmer's Market is one event that the community of Starkville looks forward to every Saturday. With the market being such an essential aspect of the community, it's been part of it for years. A little history about the market. It started as like a grassroots thing, and it was actually located on Lafayette Street right here um, next to the office. And then in 2015-16, I believe, um, the Starkville Main Street kind of took on the project because a lot of Mississippi communities were doing that. And then they made the, the official home, I believe, in 2016, Fire Station Park. So um, this is the fifth year that it's been at Fire Station Park. With the community excited to participate in the farmer's market this fall, vendors are prepared to see new and returning customers. Vendor Miguel Ames tells us how she is excited for the upcoming season. My favorite part about working is seeing everyone that comes every week and they get really excited to see like what's new every week and um, it's just nice to see the community coming out and supporting their local businesses, not just us but everyone else that's here and just it's nice to have that connection of community. With community being the most important aspect of the farmer's market, it's a great way for small businesses to get their name out there. It's also a great way to create lifelong relationships. What I've learned is that the farmer's market is really a social thing. Um, People, as they get older, become more habitual, in my opinion. And so I think that if you attend the market or you know, you see a lot of the same customers every week and they like to get their same things, they stop by their favorite vendors. Um, And so it it is a good, like, it's a good community camaraderie aspect that we have. With Take 30 News, I'm Sadie McKnight. Hi, I am here with Take 30 News reporter Sadie McKnight. How are you today? I am good. How are you, Gabby? I'm great. We're going to start off talking about how you did your story on the Startville Farmers Market. Tell me how, how, like, what impact does the Startville Farmers Market have on the community of Startville? Okay, so the Startville Farmers Market is one that is actually considered an essential uh, part of the Startville community. Um, whenever COVID-19 actually began, they did not close down the Startville uh, Farmers Market because it was essential. Um, and it's also a great way for small businesses to get their name out there. Um, so anytime that just even one vendor wants to come out there and um, participate, all they have to do is just send in a form and the uh, Startville Main Street Association gets them to be a part of it. And um, it's a really nice way to also create relationships with people. Um, It's a nice way for people to meet other people as well as learn if they even have, you know, hobbies or anything like that. That's really awesome. And why do you think this event is really important to the community of Starkville? Um, Well, just kind of following up on what I just said, um, it's one that is really crucial. 
And it's a great way for people to actually be thankful for what is in their community. Um, a lot of times there's majority farmers that is part of the farmer's market, obviously. Um, so there's usually a lot of fresh produce, fresh vegetables. And um, last week there was a lot of floral departments there as well um, where they could make uh, just homemade boutiques um, or bouquets right as soon as you ask for them and so it's nice to be a part of that and see what is really going on in the community and how part or how much hard work is going into what these people are trying to do uh, last question here how can the community further help this event um, well, one main way to help would just be to participate. Um, a lot of times there's majority of returning customers to the farmer's market, and that's really good for the vendors. But at the same time, new customers are amazing um, because the more times that they have new customers, the more they can get their name out there. Um, one vendor that I met with this weekend was... Um, the Bountiful Farms or Bountiful Harvest Farms and they had been going to the farmers market for a few years now and um, they told me that um, they had gotten a lot of uh, a lot of viewpoints from different people by saying um, by people telling them how grateful they are for them to be in the farmers market because they get that fresh produce and they get those fresh goods from them and so being able to just actually participate in the farmer's market shows these small businesses how crucial it is for them to be open um, because it's hard to find that fresh produce just right off of the right off the farm from you know going to Walmart or going to Kroger or something like that and so it's really nice to be able to um, go to these markets and actually get stuff that's homemade and it's really not only crucial but sentimental. Thank you so much, Sadie. No problem. Just because you're a college student doesn't make you immune to issues like food security. Here on Mississippi State University's campus, one organization makes it their mission to lend students facing these problems a helping hand. Take 30 News' Madison Williams gives us an inside look at this service. Many students may have clothes suitable for an interview and food on their shelves, but not all. Bully's Closet and Pantry helped solve this problem for students in need. Bully's Closet and Pantry opened its doors in 2020 in an effort to ease food and basic needs insecurity on Mississippi State's campus. It was a collaborative effort of the MSU Division of Student Affairs and Student Association. Located on Morgan Avenue, students can get free food and business clothing from the organization. When you drive up to the, the building, you will see a sign that says just, you just go to the back door and you just drop things off. You can just drop whatever whatever items you have, you can drop off. But we, we do not accept casual clothing. We only accept business professional clothing of that sort. But food and um, essential needs, and all, we accept everything. So This volunteer-based student resource can make a huge difference for students who are financially struggling. The volunteers of Bully's Closet and Pantry want to see the students of MSU succeed, and they are doing what they can to help by providing essentials. Jessica Zajac says what keeps her coming back is making a difference in the lives of others. My favorite part about volunteering here is definitely just seeing, like, People come in, seeing like their faces whenever they see all the different options that we have here. We have a lot of varieties in regards to food choices and 
whether that be canned fruit or even like vegetables and other toiletry products. So I just love seeing people come in here and seeing how many different options they have. It's like we're at a real grocery store. Jessica says she wishes more students would take advantage of this opportunity. I think more publicity for Bullies Closet and Pantry could really let more students know about the um, possibilities that they have. I'm Madison Williams for Take 30 News. Students can find out more about Mississippi State's Bulldog Closet and Pantry on their Instagram, mstate underscore fsn. Bulldog football looks to bounce back this weekend after a loss against Memphis as they open SEC play with the LSU Tigers coming to Starkville. Both teams come in the weekend with a 2-1 record looking to start conference play off with a win. In the last matchup, the air raid offense was was in full effect as they racked up 623 passing yards against the Tiger defense in Baton Rouge. Kickoff is slated for 11 o'clock a.m. and it will air on ESPN. Men on Boats is a play that the MSU Communication Department is putting on. Tickets are only $13 and it will run at least until October 3rd. You can find out more information about the MSU Theater Program and future shows through their social media on Instagram at TheaterMSU. Mississippi State's Battle of the Bands not only allows students to go listen and enjoy good music, but they can also be a part of the event as well in competition. Take 30 News reporter Brooks Burgess has more on the event. Music lovers will soon fill Bettersworth Auditorium in anticipation of Music Maker's ninth annual Battle of the Bands. Okay, so Battle of the Bands is a free event hosted by Music Maker Productions, and it's annual, so every single year we have local bands um, and just like bands from around Mississippi, college students come and perform um, to open the Bulldog Bash. In light of COVID-19, this year's Battle of the Bands will have a new, safe spin. So it's a little different this year um, because obviously in past years we haven't had COVID going on, but um, obviously it's an indoor event, so everyone will be wearing masks and we'll have social distancing um, just to keep everyone safe. We'll provide hand sanitizer, things like that. Um, this is suiting for music lovers of all kinds. Battle of the Bands takes place tonight at 7. Reporting for Take 30 News, I'm Brooks Burgess. Hi, my name is Gabby here, and I'm here with Take 30 News reporter Brooks Burgess. How are you today, Brooks? I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Thank you so much for having me, Gabby. No problem. We'll start with, how about describing the atmosphere of Battle of the Bands this year? Well, <clears throat> Battle of the Bands is definitely going to be different this year because they're having to follow new pro COVID pro protocols. So, <clears throat> ah, excuse me. Um, people will be wearing masks and practicing social distancing, and they'll be providing hand sanitizer for all the guests that are walking in, and it will be taking place in Bettersworth Auditorium. So I think it's going to be a very good and safe environment for everyone. That's really good. And like, what made you choose this story? 
Well, I really was intrigued by this story because I really do love music, and I think Battle of the Bands is a very awesome and just really cool event. And when I saw that this was it was happening this week, I was like, oh my god, this is the story I want to do. And I really want to talk to these people, and I want to learn more about the process and like how long it's been going on and what types of bands are going to be playing this year. So yeah. And last question, how can we find out more information about Battle of the Bands? Um, you can go to Cowbell Connect and you can search, you can either search the, the organization that is doing it, Music Makers, or you can search the event Battle of the Bands and it'll tell you more information about, about the event there. Okay, thank you so much, Brooks, for your time. Well, thank you for having me, Gabby. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. I want to thank you for listening to Take 30 News Podcast. Once again, my name is Gabby Waden, and I'll see you next time on your favorite podcast platform. 